me and Nathan, we've been, you know, walking around, eating, going to the bathroom, uh, driving our cars, you know, pretty much just being humans. And we haven't talked about that in so long because we did the Nicholas episode and then we did the Law Clerk episode. But how have you been, Nathan? What's been going on with you? You just, you just went to NorCal. Yeah, yeah. So like before the Law Clerk stuff, I actually went to NorCal. Before you became Batman. Before I became Batman. I had to like, you know, just be free. I had to like, you know, run in nature. You had to like go into a well and like have like bats like swarm you and get scared and of have bats. People and have people like chanting and stuff like that <laughs> and be like. Anyway, yeah. um, but yeah, I went to NorCal because if you remember, I went to Nor- NorCal last year and we like ran it back. We did it again. That's been a year since you went to NorCal before. Yeah, wow. it was exactly a year actually. Wow, wow, like, wow. Exactly a year later, we did it again. With the same people? Same people. Well, slightly different, but generally the same people. Yeah. And um, I thought it was even better this time because last time um, me and Sophia weren't even dating yet. But then this time it's like now we're like a whole couple and stuff. And you could be open about it and you didn't have to feel bad about a guy third wheeling. Yeah, yeah, basically. And um, it was nice. It so was it's nice. Taylor who went? No, Taylor wasn't there. Um, well, there's a lot of people you don't know, but the guy who went to Fresno with us, <clears throat> like he was there. Oh, nice. Because um, he's from NorCal. That's like where he lives. So, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, we went to San Jose got to check out some spots that your brother probably knows about went to the san jose museum of art oh uh san pedro san pedro square yeah mm-hmm. i think that's what it's called so anyone who lives in san jose knows what that is and then san fran was the next day we went to a lot of places there too where there's the uh golden gate bridge um you know we went to um uh walt disney the walt disney museum i didn't even know that was there I didn't even know that was there either, but we, me and Sophia kind of broke from the rest of the group. We invited them, but they didn't want to go because Sophia is like a huge Disney fan. And, um, it was actually really cool. Like I definitely, I thought it was a little pricey. It was 20 per person. And I was like, yeah, I'm so used to museums being free because as students, but it was worth it. I, it was worth it. I, 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 and you know me, like, I don't be saying this stuff just cause like it's Disney. I'm not like a Disney, Disney, like. We Crazy know you're searching fan. for those pr- princess theories on YouTube all the time. <laughs> you're going through the archives there. Dude, but this one the- was actually, like, really well made. Like, I will say, like, the Disney Museum is actually pretty sick. Like, if you have... If, you, even, if you're, like, remotely a little bit interested in Disney, I, I would suggest going. It's pretty cool. Um, I have a gut question on that, though. Mm. So... At Disneyland, whenever you see any historical things from Walt Disney, they famously edit out every cigarette in his hand, and they just have like his fingers showing like a peace sign almost, you know. And they and they edit out the is was that the same at the museum? I did not see any shots of him smoking he, in the museum. Now every single photo of Walt Disney like ever taken has a cigarette in his hand. Like literally, it's like you can go through hundreds of photos of him, like the actual original photos, and he always had a cigarette in his hand because they smoked indoors. They smoked wherever the fuck they wanted. He was Walt Disney too. So why do they ban that? That's like because they want to preserve his image. That's wild. So that they for sure edited out all those cigarettes in that museum because you would have noticed it because it's in every single shot he had. Well, his, you should have looked at his the, hand. I, I didn't notice anything like that in any shot. Like you would think the dude's not a smoker. 
after going to the museum. Bro, he literally smoked all the time. He smoked 24-7. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we went to Fenton's Ice Cream, too, which is where the final... I have heard of that. It's the final scene of Up, they eat ice cream. I would not have known that. I didn't know that either until I went on the trip. We went to Fenton's. uh, It's in Oakland. It was overpriced as hell. Like, honestly, unless you're a Disney fan and care about that final scene, I don't recommend going. Like, it's... It was crazy. It was like... What was the price? Like, some crazy, like, price. Like, 15 or something like that for a scoop of ice cream. Like, just ridiculous. All of a sudden, they did Mr. Moneybag when he's with Sophia, I guess. Well, I mean, it's just who wants to pay like fifteen or twenty dollars for a scoop? No, of ice cream? I, I know. You know I what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like this is just beyond being. I try to get you to get like a one dollar burrito, and you're like, uh, <laughs> I gotta check the, I gotta check the bank account over here. I mean, I'm running a little low on funds. Yeah. Fenson's was crazy. Well, that was I, I understood why we went. It was like you know the Disney thing, and I thought it was gonna be really good. Like, it had a lot of good ratings, but there was another place. Was though, it was it worth the fifteen dollars? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, was it good ice cream though not $15 good that's the problem is I think it's like okay once you saw the $15 bill there was it could have been god I'll say this I like thrifty's ice cream way more than it right and thrifty's is like two or three dollars you can buy like like that you could buy like five gallons of it for $15 yeah um one of the highlights was that me and Sophia may have indirectly participated in the gay pride celebration mm. um, because there's this ice cream place we also want to try in San Fran, but we went the weekend of the gay pride parade. So you guys to see it in person? Yep. Well, no, the parade was on Sunday. We didn't see, we were leaving, we were leaving, but we got to see the celebration. The Saturday was a celebration. Sunday was a parade. Interesting. Um, and they had shut down on these streets, but the ice cream place we wanted to go to was on that street. So we had to like find parking. It was super impossible. And we went to this ice cream place. It's only a NorCal, like not even NorCal. There's only three locations and they're all in San Fran. Um, and it's by like this person who like invented the nitrogen ice cream. Wow. It's crazy. Super good, dude. Like I kind of wrote off nitrogen ice cream because I tried creamistry and it's like good but like you do yeah it's not there's i prefer like normal ice cream over it like rich farm tastes better than cream rich farm is bomb rich farm is my favorite ice cream just bang for buck bang for buck and also the quality of it is crazy good like rich farms like gotta be the goat of ice cream it's the goat but this place was fire like really good like especially like yeah wow it was a really good place um so we tried that place and then we tried like some food places too. Um, boba, right? Of course you got boba. Of course, boba. Yeah, we did try boba. I, I like how boba is like a given for you. I now. could like, officially, yeah, it. I could officially say SoCal boba is way better than NorCal boba because we've tried at this point like the best boba spots in NorCal. It's it's not. Wasn't as that good. like the purpose of the first trip was to ex- explore yeah. boba and yeah. like, other places? That was one of the purposes and. We tried to do that with this trip, and we were like, damn, like, it's just not that good. Like, we kind of gave up on the boba by, like, day two, because we were like... Was it still to try the boba? collectively, well, collectively, from this trip and the last trip, we tried, like, some of the best boba places in NorCal, like T-Sane, Pico, Milk Tea Bar. Is the boba warm at all? 
Yeah, but like it's just not as good as here. Like the tea is is not great. The boba's not like super sweet and like dissolves in your mouth. Like it's just just okay. Like it's like share I tea. I hate the squishy boba that you have to like chew. Hmm. You know? Like sometimes when you get like um what's that one place that's like got the really cool lights and stuff in Fullerton? Chow two O. Chow two O. I feel like sometimes when you get the Chow two O boba like after a few minutes, they just become like that mush. Mm. But Chatuo kind of like lost their touch, bro. You like, think so? Like I know so, because we went during like their peak. They they bad now. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Sad to see. Sad to see. Man. Sad to see them fall. The, the legends have fallen. Mm. Um. But yeah, it was a it was a pretty nice trip. It was a pretty nice trip. Did um, you stop in Fresno again at all? No, we didn't. No, we not stopped this time. in. Oh my gosh, we stopped at oh, what's it called Gilroy, um, which we did the first time because they have like the garlic world there, and there's like garlic ice cream. Wow. Um, not good. It's like a prank. Garlic ice cream. It's like doesn't taste good. It's garlic ice cream. I really like garlic though. You should try it. I tried it last trip. Do you um, like garlic? Are you like a? Fan? I like garlic. Can you eat like the garlic cloves like themselves? Yes, I can. I can, but I. It was not made to be an ice cream. Right. You know? It's just nasty. I can't imagine it with like milk too. It just it's not as nasty as you think it is, but it's still not a great taste. You You'd know? never choose it over any other flavor. Oh yeah. 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 So but yeah, NorCal, it was a success, I'd say. Went pretty well. You know what's um, an ice cream that like I feel like I've just been like sleeping on my whole life is vanilla. I feel like vanilla ice cream has been tainted. Like I feel like if vanilla wasn't the standard and it just was like in like the store like let's say you're looking at you walk into an ice cream shop and you see like all of their like 30 flavors there you know what i mean and all of them are like equally as like distant in your mind you know what i mean like unfamiliar if there was vanilla sitting in there i feel like i would appreciate it so much more you know because now it just tastes like default ice cream but then when i've been having it recently i'm like damn vanilla there's something there vanilla is actually really cool i feel like i didn't i remember like every person goes through this where it's like vanilla is your favorite first ice cream because it's the first ice cream it's vanilla you get <laughs> chocolate or vanilla you got to pick a team exactly and then as a kid i think you start growing up and trying all these other flavors and you get into all these other flavors and then what happens is at least with me my brother obviously nicholas he's young and when he started his ice cream journey he was a vanilla fan and i remember just having one bite of his vanilla because we would always have vanilla ice cream in the fridge and if i wanted another flavor and we ran out we just have vanilla ice cream and i'd it's eat it nice and i was like damn i forgot about how good it's this good was. it's like, like you're like Dang. and then it's a cycle where you go back like now all of a sudden you know what i'm gonna get vanilla i actually would like get vanilla now like at an ice cream place I would, like when i go to yogurt land now like you gotta put a little bit of that vanilla in there oh yeah like oh, yeah for sure the vanilla I slept on for years. For years, I was like, vanilla is not it. But no, it's good. But it's good. It's very solid. Yeah. It's a very solid flavor. Any other memorable moments on the trip? Um, There, there was a lot, man. Like, there's a lot. Like, I really... We tried some good food. We tried this place called Marufuku Ramen. It was... We tried the very first one. 
that was founded in Japantown in SF. Wow. Really good ramen. Just, it was fire, bro. Oh, dude, that makes me so hungry. I'm I know. hungry right we now. We tried, bro. like, this fish marketplace. It mm. was super good. Um, and this is, like, me and Sophia, like, like, I think just being, well, Sophia being a foodie, like, I really appreciate that, like, she, like, did not let us eat bad because we ate some good food. Is she um, like the planner too? She was the planner. Right. Yeah, she was the she was the planner. She did a great job. Um, I love when you go on a vacation with the planner and you're just like, yeah, because I'm a planner. That's but me thing, too. I'm a planner, but like, if it's, it's nice, it's nice. Yeah, like if she's gonna do it, then like, you know, I told her. Obviously, I told her. I said, hey man, like if you need help, like let me know. But especially when it's someone you trust and you can like openly communicate with. She did a fantastic job for sure. Yeah, like she's really good planning and. I mean, I'm always down to plan if, like, she doesn't want to plan. But, yeah, she did a great job. Um, I feel like if no one is planning, I'm, like, assume... I, like, assume the position. Like, I can't let there not be a planner. You well, know we I mean? even went under budget, which is really wow. cool. Wow, and what was the budget? I'd say, like, we... Well, we spent, like, I kid you not, like, less than $200 on a four-day, three-night A person? Trip per person. Wow. That's not bad. Like, wow. that's really... Because she... Well, I helped her with this, obviously, but she packed breakfast and lunches for like everyone. Wow! Like, two for two or what three were the days. lunches? Pasta was one of them, um, and the other one was these like wraps, these like tortilla wrap, like not burritos, but like kind of burrito, like salad burrito things. Do they have cream cheese in them? It had cheese in it, but I don't want to say cream cheese. It may have had cream cheese. Cause I know um, the ones with cream cheese. It was good though. She well, it was handmade, and then she yeah. also made handmade rice krispies. Well, everyone. I'm sure that she didn't like make the bread. Oh yeah, make well, the tur- we when you say handmade, you know what I mean. Like yeah. we assembled it. It for was everyone homemade. It was homemade, and we put it in like Tupperware for everyone. Yeah. Um, and I helped her with it, but she was like the main. Sophia like, with the flour. <laughs> She's just like know, fucking right? making the and, flour, and she probably could. That's the thing. She's, wow. Like she made um. Like her one of her favorite things is making a homemade hot chocolate. She oh. made it for my family a couple of times. Um, so she goes out to the farm and she goes to the cow and she milks the cow. I'm just kidding, of course. Well, it's homemade in a sense that like no, no one does that. So yeah, like. she did like she did like the chocolate from this. She got like you know Hershey's or Ghirardelli chocolate and then she like put it in with and like made the hot chocolate and then the favorite my favorite part is the whipped cream which she makes from scratch like. She makes this whipped cream mix and then she has like the metal thing from Starbucks and she puts it in the metal thing and then she, and then it's crazy. Like she put, she like has this, it's like a charge. It's really weird, but like, and it, you, you screw the charge on and it like sucks out all the liquid. I know exactly what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. And then you get whipped cream, but it's, it's like, so funny what you're saying. But right she now. made the mix for it. It's so funny what you're saying right now. Cause you are so easy to impress. You're literally am. the easy. I am. We got to make some steaks and you're going to be like, Tim freaking bought that steak from the store. He seasoned it himself. Yeah. He put it on the grill. I, I think, I think, I think I'm very easy impressed because I don't know how it cooks. We, I still have so, in my calendar that I keep pushing back yeah, yeah. every week. Cook with Nathan. Because mm. I know that you wanted to learn how to cook. Yeah. And so I want to cook with you still. I think, at least in my opinion, I don't know if like other non-cookers feel this way. But as a non-cooker, like I get impressed by people who could cook. Especially people who can't, can not only cook, but like I gotta say cook that well. The hot chocolate. 
I don't know. But the hot chocolate, I'm sure it was very good and very impressive. But that's like, that's got to be like, that's literally like making PB&J almost. That's literally like probably like the most low effort cooking you can do, bro. Like, so when we cook some freaking Brussels sprouts that are like cooked, like the the grocery store Brussels sprouts are freaking bomb cooked in the sauce of the steak we just cooked, bro. And you taste that. You're gonna not be talking about no hot chocolate. Let me tell you that. I still feel like homemade hot chocolate. No, that's cool, the though. best. I, I, like I remember cool. homemade hot chocolate when I was a kid. My aunt on my dad's side used to make us like it wasn't even hot chocolate. It was like some like cream thing, but it was it was hot chocolate, but it was like very creamy hot chocolate. And I remember like no the froth they would add she would add froth to the top, and that was bomb. So a little bit like the whipped cream, and so I have a I have a similar memory yeah yeah that was from when i was like 10 and i still remember yeah. that hot chocolate to this day so hot chocolate is very powerful it grabs it is, onto it his is, memory it, is, it is and i think it's like you know it's part of like the, the the holiday season you know like she made it like twice in like i think december so it's a good it's a good december drink for it sure. is it is the starbucks with the red cup and the hot chocolate that's a vibe right there of course that's a winter's night right of there. of course of course that makes me want to go next to a jacuzzi and dip my feet in with my Starbucks <laughs> hot chocolate. You know what I mean? Do you um, remember when me, you, and Julian used to go out to his jacuzzi and just? Dude, like, do you remember hang when out? Julian used to respond to us? <laughs> do you remember when Julian would even talk to us? He went bro? to Hawaii. He just got back from Hawaii. I wouldn't know. Who would know that? How did you even find that out? I saw in his story on Snapchat. You literally didn't even talk yeah. to him to yeah, find I didn't that even out. Talk to him. Well, he told me that was happening when we did hang out like a few weeks ago. Yeah. And to be fair, he did call me and said he wanted to hang out. But the thing is, um, I was just super busy because of like NorCal and everything. So I was like, oh, shoot, man. I don't know. But I don't know. Yeah. I'll see him eventually. No, I I kid when I say that. It's just it's all good with Julian. But yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool that he went to Hawaii, though. Oh, yeah. He went on. um, He went with the boys, the gamer guys to. um, He went with the boys. How can they afford a trip to Hawaii? That's crazy. I think Ethan's parents own like a timeshare there. That's clutch. Yeah. That's clutch. And they weren't using it this year. So they just had to pay for the plane ticket? Yes. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. And it was like, you know, Ethan, bro, that he's rich, man. So it was a nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot that. He, he wore the Yeezys in high school. Yes. 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 He kind of doesn't like you, right? Does he still hold a grudge from high school for that? I remember in high school, there was a point where he didn't like you. There is a small point we didn't like each other, but I think we're good. We're good now. Like in yeah. college, we actually became like pretty close. Oh wow! So yeah, remember he wrote me, he wrote that like super long MDMA review. Like it was like a I full forget. essay. I for, I have like two different Ethan's in my mind, like post high school Ethan and like high school Ethan. And you saying the Yeezys brought me back to high school Ethan, and then now you saying that thing about the MDMA just reminded me of the post. Yeah, he was at my 18th birthday too. Yeah, Ethan yeah. Was there, yeah. I so. think I just have two different Ethan's in my head. Yeah, he's pretty chill. He's pretty chill. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Two different Ethans, two different, uh, two sides of every story, I yeah. guess. You having like the law school and getting like super busy is like the opposite of what's happened to me pretty much. Yeah, I want to know what happened. Yeah. What happened to me is that during the school year, during the school semester, I feel like a total student right now, which I haven't done since like pre COVID. Because during COVID, for those two years, it literally didn't even feel like I was going to school. It literally just felt like I was just like, I mean, I was going to school, but it was like 
great balance. You know what I mean? It was like, like, so like the summer and I also was taking summer classes. I haven't had a summer in a while is what I'm trying to say. And so having a summer, I'm so not used to it. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. And the boredom and, and, and Digicom wanted to extend my hours or they said they gave me the option, but I declined it because I knew that as soon as fall hit, I'd be absolutely fucked. You know what I mean? So I, I, I kind of am regretting it now a little bit because my motivation has completely been like a lot lower than it normally is. Cause I feel like I need to stay busy to get that motivation. You know, like I'm going to school, I'm going to work, I'm hitting the gym in the morning. You know what I mean? But now I'm going to work. I don't got anything else going on. Suddenly I'm like, Oh, I can go to the gym after work. Oh, I can go to the gym after the driving range. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can go to the gym tomorrow. I've been going to the gym like one day a week and I've literally had like, way more time on my hands than I've ever had. You know what I mean? And so it's like this weird thing I'm trying to just like adjust to with um, having a lot more time, but for somehow feeling like I have less, you know? Oh yeah, I was on call with Sophia last night and Landon was being like really annoying. I don't know if... uh. <laughs> no, it's actually really sweet. It's actually really, okay. really sweet. So he seems really annoying on text, but that actually... He, he always seems super annoying on text, but... Don't take him seriously anything that he's saying. He thinks okay. it's all a joke. His friends all talk like that too. It's a weird fucking like th- like th- those kids are like way weirder than like even the weirdest kids when we were in school and they're all like that. It's crazy. They're like it's crazy. But they they actually all talk like that and it's normal to them. But this is actually what he let me show you. So he actually came to me randomly. I didn't even talk to him about anything. Except when he got into music, I saw that he was listening to Bamba and Tim, and I talked to him about music and like yeah. me making music and stuff. But that was like a month ago. Literally out of the blue, he said, <laughs> he put this, contract, please don't lose. And he said, all singles, mixtapes, LPs, and EPs, and albums that LJ cock. And he, and he wrote, Landon James, Clash of Clans. Uh, will be published under Bamba and Tim Records. Um, one year term. Is he like... I have no fucking idea, but he told me that he freestyles with his friends after school and he wants to get into making beats and making music. And I told him to get FL Studio Mobile. <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck is going on. But... That's pretty sweet, though. That is pretty sweet. So, like, that's Bam he was, and Tim he was texting you to have you sign that contract because I so he gave it to me and it just had my name on it. Read it, thought it was super sweet. I signed it, but then I wrote Bamba short and wrote another line. And I said, "You got to get Nathan to sign this." So he was like, "So then he told me he's like Nathan's about to come over," and I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "I hit him up on Discord. I told him to come over. He's gonna be over any second." I'm like, "Uh, I don't even think he's like here, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about." And yeah, but it it was really sweet, and he it was just like a. But are you gonna sign that paper? Is he part of Bamba and Tim Records? Yeah, man. Yeah, he's yeah, he's I'll, under us. Yeah, I'll sign it. Send the new the new uh, sign, LJ. Cock. You have verbal consent, Landon. Okay, yes. we'll take that. The, yeah. You're a lawyer. Does that count? Yeah. Okay. Well, then it, it does count sometimes. Yeah. All right. Well, well, that's good enough for us. We have a freaking we have a contract written in handwriting with pencils, so. I think that uh, the verbal uh, agreement will be good enough. That's really sweet. That's really sweet. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I've I, I've just been f- feeling like super. I need to just like get back into like the flow of things. You know what I mean? But also, I've been like, are we finishing Bamba Tim two? By the way, we could totally finish Bamba and Tim two. 
We, we just you just need to find we need to find time to record and stuff because we already you have got to, a real. I I think we should write the songs. I have I have bidet ready to go. I have the rough draft already in there. But what about what about the juice world beats? What about the trap beats? We do got to write those too. Exactly. And I'm trying to write write Audi. Oh, wait. Yeah, exactly. So, but I already have one written. I guess you have one written with Audi. But yeah, Audi at I'm least. Trying, is I guess I'm trying to finish my thing, which is. Okay, well then, which is it? Are we gonna finish Bam and Tim too? Or are you gonna finish? You brought it up. I didn't even bring it up. I know, bro. I say I want to come over here and record bidet, and you're saying ah, I'm trying to finish my EP. Why don't you write a couple more songs? Come back to me. That's what you're saying to me. I'm like, <laughs> it's hard for me to write another song if I already got this one song that I'm trying to like. I'm singing in the shower. I'm trying to prepare for recording it, so mm, I feel like mm, I'm ready to record mm. it. And so I feel like if I start writing another song. I'm going to lose what I'm trying to do with Bidet. Bidet is a good song, too. Okay, you freaking looked away there. You're freaking, you don't f- see the vision. Oh, okay. baby, baby, okay. I know you like the trap beats, but whatever. But I do like the trap beats. I'm just going through a trap phase, bro. Like, I feel like real. I'm the complete opposite, which we're talking about on the next episode. But Yes. I'm, I'm on the opposite wavelength, 100%. Maybe we should just start that episode. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah, we definitely can. But bro, I want to tell you this. I don't know if you're gonna fully appreciate this, but the other day on on Tuesday, me and Steve went to Birch Hills, and I hit the ball 280 yards, the best shot I've ever hit in my life, onto the green. So think about that: three football fields away, onto the green, this close to the pin. It was a par four. Dude, that's some like Tiger Woods. Dude, and so here's the thing there's literally people on the green and they were they're putting they're the people in front of us you know what i mean yeah and i was thinking okay i'm just gonna swing like 75 percent on this like 60 percent and i'm just gonna do a layup shot because it's a par four so you don't even need to hit the green like you get you just like trying yeah to, yeah you're yeah. trying to hit something in the in straight in, in, you yeah know? yeah no and even sure. if you don't you're still fine so it's not even like so these people are on the green I hit the front of the green and it rolls all the way up right next to the pin. And they all like look back at us. And I just was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. And I wasn't trying to like, that's like kind of like a, a little bit rude kind of too. Cause it's kind of like telling them like, hurry up. You know what I mean? But I wasn't even trying to do that. I didn't even think I could do that. Cause like I, I, I didn't even think that swing, I hit it just perfect. Cause I didn't think that swing could even get there. You know what I mean? But and guess what? I ended up three putting this. I got a fucking par. No. There's Wait, a, what? Here's a video of me. I I had Steve take a video because I really wanted the eagle because I've gotten birdies before, but I uh, have never gotten an eagle. But th- there's my miss on the freaking putt. I don't know if you, it played. Oh, it was close too. It literally was a good putt. I and I was like, I fucked up my birdie. That's what I said, and I I did. But at least I got the par. But it was literally the easiest par ever. But yeah, I fucked up the putt, Jeez, hit it too long. Bro. But then the next hole, I hit my second best golf shot I've ever hit in my life. And it was a par three because it's an executive course. And I hit it short of the green. And I had about 30, 30 feet to the to the flag. So I was way over here. And the flag's right there. I don't know if you could see that. I was on the edge of the green on the far right side. I chipped it with a seven iron and made it for birdie. From it was like it was like 30, 40 feet chip in it's on a video it's just a photo oh it's a photo oh wow so there's the flag and i was on the edge of the uh, edge of the green 
I don't know if you probably don't understand that no, one. No, no, I know. I do. I do understand that one. That that's crazy. That's a crazy shot. Literally back to back to the best shots I've ever hit. And I and I was actually golfing okay. But yeah. But then another thing too is that like, I've I, I feel like I've been a freaking social butterfly like this month or something. I don't know what's Dude, happening. I think you hang out more than me. I it switched again, bro. I didn't even. It, I'm it like switched again. But here's the thing. I'm really really feeling how I'm more of an introvert now because dude, last weekend. That's another thing that's taking up a lot of my time is that it's like every single day because Becca's back in town. We're reconnect- we reconnected with a couple of people like Bella that I used to work with at Chili's, funny enough. Like yeah. we just reconnected with her and we're kind of setting her up with Becca, which is super interesting. Um, okay, okay. Which like was unplanned too. Um, and we did like two days. We hung out for pretty much like two days straight. I haven't done that, that in so long. We're basically we like, we went to Bella's house. There was a party. We partied all night and then we got mimosas in the morning. And then because I would have never agreed to this, to be honest, but because because I was so already so dead, but because Bella and Becca were, you know, hitting it off, they wanted to hang out and me and Emily were kind of the glue. You know what I mean? And so they wanted to go to a bar. So literally like we hung out all and before we went to the party, they were hanging out at my house and then after mimosas, which was super fun, they were hanging out at my house, and then we went out to a bar and played pool. So it was like two whole days. We're hanging out, bro. I felt like the next day I was just like drained. I was like, "Don't even talk to me." I'm like, "So I need to be like alone. I need to just oh, like." Oh no! I that's was some, like, "That's some introvert." I stuff. was feeling the fucking introvert stuff. It was like, I feel like when I'm in the moment, like I never like lack the energy, but like afterwards, I'm like, I need my fucking alone time. Like, yeah. All my ta- tasks are piling up on my calendar. I haven't had a time to do anything. Yeah. Like, literally, when the, after mimosas, when Becca came back to our house to hang out, I hung out with Emily and Becca for an hour. And then I even, in front of them, I've literally, like, never done this before, but I was feeling so dead. I went to my computer as they were talking, put on my headphones, and just did my own thing for probably, like, two hours. Because I was just like, that's some introvert now shit. You're on, now you're on the other side of the fence. Because I remember I'm I was, not used I was, to hang I was out doing that. Like that. I was doing that at like when we first met. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I literally am just going to do my own thing right now. I just need to do my own thing. And then I just, and I did and I felt better. But yeah, it's, um, and then golfing, you know, I feel like I'm doing something every day, which is cool. It's like, I still, so I still feel like busy in that regard, but then it doesn't make me feel productive. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need to balance everything out. I need to go like, yeah but it feels weird not like having like any homework and stuff and just like only having work and then yeah i think you're so used to going 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 that like taking a step back sometimes is like even a negative thing you know it's for sure a negative thing bro i used to have that gym down 5 a.m boom i'm at the gym at six you know and then now that seems like unreachable you know what i mean especially because then you're hanging out with people and then it fucks your sleep schedule like that's another thing. I have no idea how to hang out with someone. Cause now that I turned 21, that's another huge thing is that Emily always wants to hang out. Everyone, everyone wants to hang out past like 11 PM, 12 PM on the weekends, not on like the weekdays. So on the weekends, I'm like out with people till like 2 AM, 1 AM, 2 AM. This isn't me. This is me the past two weeks. You know, I'm not like freaking used to this. And then Monday comes around and I'm barely making it to work on time. You know what I mean? So it's like, how the hell am I supposed to go from being up at 2 a.m. on Saturday to and Sunday to, or not, not Sunday because I'm, but Friday and Saturday, I'm up till 2 a.m. And then 
the I have to freaking get up at five and go to the gym. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I kind of got fucked there, and that's why I need to adjust big time. Yeah. Or figure out how people do that, how people adjust from going to bed at 2 a.m. on Saturday and then going to bed at 11 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah, I agree. I feel like people got to take some sort of sleep aid or something. I wish I knew the answer, bro. But is that bad to take a sleep aid to go to sleep at 11? Because I was thinking about I was drowsy. Did I tell you about this that happened too with my drowsy medication, my drowsy allergy medication? It's really quick. Basically, I was, this was like three weeks ago. I was going into work every day and I was like, why the fuck am I so tired? I literally was falling asleep at my desk, getting eight hours of sleep. I was like, I had no idea what was going on. And then it was like happening for like four days straight. And it was like allergies. It was windy, you know. It's like there, I was like feeling allergies every morning, so I was just like, just like normal, taking my allergy medication. And I fa- and I bought the freaking unbranded allergy medication and didn't check it was non drowsy and it was a drowsy allergy medication. I literally was falling asleep at my desk and I was like, I didn't even know what to do. And so I'm so glad I found that out too. But now I'm thinking about taking that to go to sleep at like 11. But I don't know if relying on that is bad. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know about that, Chief. Yeah, probably not a good that. idea. I don't know about that, G. Yeah, probably not a good idea. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I'm, like, usually pretty against, like, I guess taking drugs, like, with sleep, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I've never done it, so I don't know. But, I mean, I don't know what else to do if you just went to bed at 2 a.m. the night before and you got work at 8 a.m. and you're trying to get up at 5, you know. It's like, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I get that, man. We'll see. That or I could just get like super drunk. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. That's true. There's That's true. there's many ways to do it. I also wanted to talk to you about investing in this company, Boxable. Have you heard of the company Boxable? Mm-mm. We don't have to talk about that right now, too. What it, is it? It's basically a company that builds a tiny home, and it's like a box oh. and it can fit on a truck. I've heard and of tiny homes. I mean, I've and I've seen them. They're but. like they're like fifty thousand dollars, but these ones are like Legos. So like, eventually, you'll be able to buy like, like th- it can go up to like three stories high, and so like, dude, oh, so they're expandable. Yeah. So think about this. Like, I I genuinely see myself as like a customer of this product. So think think about this. Like, you can go and you could buy land anywhere that as long as it has like electricity, plumbing, you know, everything like that on there. And then they, you buy this home, it's $50,000 starting, you know, probably when I buy it, it'll be a little bit more, but it's like nice too. It's like fully furnished. It's like, it's like nice. It's like a whole ass home, like ready to go. And, um, I actually don't know if it's fully furnished, but they kind of make it seem like it is. So I'm not sure about that, but then they come to your house and it ships on a truck. So it can literally fit on a truck bed and they could install it all in an hour. And so they literally just, you buy it for 50,000, they deliver it. They drop it off. They um, install everything. And then think about this. You could live in that house for like a year, save up, and then just expand your house. So you could literally just like build your home that way. You know what I mean? Almost if you don't want to commit to like that much. So I'm like, I could live in that thing for like a year and then get a second story and then get a third. And you can go sideways too if you have the land. So you could like literally just like, and and the best part about it too is like if you move, you could just move your house. You can literally just yeah. pack it up. It packs up just as easy as it unfolds. So you could just pack it up and just take your house with you or sell it, you know, like either way. But that's crazy, dude. And so this company 
it's like I thought it was more of a startup, but then I found out that its market cap is already like three billion, and it's a private company. Is and, it on the stock market? No, and so I'm thinking about investing in it privately, because I think that mm-hmm. that they like just started building houses too, but it's gonna freaking work. At least like the government's gonna give them money for like public housing or something. There's they're at least gonna be, but yeah, I'm thinking about investing in them. I'm like, then the minimum investment is a thousand, so I'm like. I don't know if I want to do it, but I feel like they're the next big company. But three billion is a big evaluation already. That is, that is big. Wow. But, yeah, it's yeah, pretty wow. cool though. It actually, that actually is something that we can like feasibly try to do. Like you can buy land out in like Chino Hills or like you know the desert somewhere for really cheap that has all the plumbing and electricity and everything. Put that on it. It's not a bad setup. That's true. It's not a bad setup at all. That's true. I like it. And if you have a house already and you have a big backyard, guest house. I will say, though, I don't have $1,000 because if I did. Oh, I'm not asking for you to invest in it. I just want to tell you about it. We'd be going to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's damn right. Dude, I'm sad that trip's not happening. Yeah. We talked about it a lot on the podcast, too. I feel like maybe we should update that if we haven't already. That's true. Yeah. That's true. We're not going. Nathan's too broke. Too broke. And Julian's not responding anyways. So, You know what I do want to happen, though, which is another Julian problem, is the triple date at the Angels game. And he said, I'm down. Let me ask Trin. And then nothing ever happened. Yeah, we got to plan that out. I'm 100% Because I know down. me me and you would be down, and our girlfriend Emily would be down. Emily was super down, yeah. Yeah, Sophia, was, Sophia literally asks about it, so I know she's down. We can literally I don't go. Know. We I don't can, know. We can. We go on a double date, I guess. Yeah, it, if but I would love to do that too. But it freaking sucks because I know that the angels thing was something me, you, and Julian want to do for a long time. So it's kind of like let's kill two birds with one stone. Do we a triple do date. Both. Yeah, we yeah. could do both, we can do double both, date yeah. and triple date. But yeah, I want to go on Otani's pitching. Well, you can't know that until a week before, so when they announce the probable pitchers, that, and and they could change the day of. Yeah. You know when I went to the Dodger game for father's day with my dad it was also like birthday slash father's day yeah yeah um it was uh kershaw pitching just randomly literally randomly picked the day and we saw kershaw it was awesome that's Um, cool but yeah when otani's pitching like you only know like so there's something called like it's called like a mlb probable pitchers.com it's like what it's called and they release like the pitchers like a week before and they could change at any time so like do we'd have to be spontaneous about going to an Otani game, which I don't know if with all six of us, that'll really be possible. Yeah. It might work with the four of us, the double date. Yeah. Like double date. Thing. We could just be like, Hey, Friday Otani's pitching. Let's go. Boom. We all go. There you go. So like, but but I feel like with Julian the, and Trinity, let's plan. We have out, to like, plan it. Yeah. Advance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like you know? that. Yeah. We could do that. And so for you, the only time that works is after 5 PM or even 6 PM, right? You don't even get home to like six. Well, now Sophia's gone. It's basically only the weekends or like maybe Friday. When are Angel games? When do they well, start? They can start probably the latest. They'll start is like six, seven. Yeah. It'd be better like on the weekends. Like, and it would be rare for a Friday. Like it's not going to happen. And they're also sometimes away. There's like a Saturday. Saturdays. Basically it has to be a Saturday. Yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah. You're so freaking busy. It's bad. Well, it's not even me actually with this one. I would go to the Angels game I, I, like after work. But the problem is, well, actually, oh, wait, my bad. She, I know 
she could technically bring the internship it's remote so she could do it in mb so like i guess i would have to ask her but theoretically we could still do it like on a what time does she get out of her internship we both get out like five like well i mean i get actually i get out like i get out like four actually but i i'm not oh okay you get out at four i didn't know you get out at four that's cool but i'm not home till five yeah 30 yeah that's good to know but like my my job's really chill like like they like if i even want to take a day off or leave early they'd let me you're not even getting paid so it's like you kind of have to be chill yeah yeah like but sophia's is paid you could just say you're sick sophia's paid yeah but hers is remote so yeah it's kind of like uh, so i feel like i'll ask her about it but the more i think about it, it could also, if it's at six, you don't have to get there at six. I guess if Otani's pitching, we want to. But for the one with Julian and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, we can get there at, like, 637. Like, we don't have to be there. We can be there in the fourth inning. Like, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not, we don't have to be there right when it starts. Or you do you like being there right when it starts? I don't really care. Yeah, so let's just go. Like, we could go whenever Sophia's off. It's, like, 20 minutes away. You know, it's not that far. Yeah, I'll ask her when she gets back about it. Or when, whenever we call. Oh, next. one last thing I want to talk to you about, too, is that did you and Sophia sleep in the same bed? No. Not, so not, you're no. still going separate rooms? Yeah. I mean, number one, like, our parents wouldn't want us to. But just even beyond that, like, courtesy reasons, like, there were two girls' rooms and one guy's room. So, like... Oh, right. Yeah, that makes so sense. So even if I did sleep in the same bed with her, like, there's, like a whole nother bed with two girls in it like you know and then they have to get ready in the morning and they have to see like this couple spooning or something like i feel like that's kind of uncomfortable i didn't know you guys had it separated girls and guys so we did yeah 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 because there was only i don't want to say only but there's like i think six dudes or five dudes but then like there's like more girls two rooms of girls so nice is what is well Let's talk about some music. Let's talk about some music in the next podcast episode. I'll see you all later.